Welcome back, baby faces. Victor Villain here. Let's see who's making a way to the ring. JP Savage, yes, sir. Mischief, you heard. And ooh, who's that I see with us? Isn't that number 16 from the Women's Royal Rumble? What? And number one in our hearts? Hey. The Queen of Mean? Who's that? Vicky Guerrero. How are you yes, doing yes, today? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Oh, man. How are you? My God. Thank you for blessing us with your time. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Mm. <laughs> I just got excited. Well, welcome to Shooting the Ish, Vicky Guerrero. Tell us, what, what have you been up to lately? Gosh, um... There's so much I've been up to. Let's see. I just graduated from college with my bachelor's of science in healthcare administration. That's so exciting. Congratulations. I'm not buying another notebook in my life ever. Trust <laughs> me, we know what you mean. We know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I went yeah. to school for six years, you know, with going with WWE on the road and then trying to study. It was a lot, you know, in airports, try to take a test before you board a flight. Damn. I, mean, I had anxiety for a couple of times. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Question, for you, question for you. Who in the locker room was actually a big help with your homework? Oh, that's a great one. No one. <laughs> no one? All those son of a bitches, nobody would help? <laughs> Damn. Oh. Oh. Well, let's put it Where the hell was Dean Douglas at? No, <laughs> I didn't ask for any help. How's that, gentlemen? Oh, because oh, you had the shit under control. Okay, Holding it down. I see you. But you know, I traveled with Tamina um, and Oksana at the time, so they were really great with me. You know, they went out for the night. You know, they knew I had homework. They were really, they they were great with me. They understood if I had to get up early and you know take notes or or attend a class. It was great. You know, they just kind of wow. they slept. They slept in while I went to school. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the grind. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you must have been an amazing inspiration for your daughters, uh, especially being a full-time performer and on top of that, you know, going to school. Oh, my God. It was, I mean, I I really did it for myself first, but really to be a role model for the girls and also for other women, too, because a lot of women were like, you know, how do you go to school and travel and come home and be a mom and then, Mm. you know, um, do other projects. But you turn you learn time management pretty well. So, Mm. you know, it it all worked out. But uh, I'm also uh, writing my autobiography with Life with Eddie, which has been very, um, very memorable, you know, because he got to tell his side of the story and his story was so great. I still can't read through his book. I mean, to this because I hear his voice and I hear just different stories and I end up crying. So it's my daughters have read through it, but uh, I I knew what the story was already because I was there when he wrote it. But Mm -hmm. um, I I still it's still closed in close to my heart. So that's hard. That's hard to read. But my book's coming out. It's going to be Life with Eddie and then Life after Eddie. So. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> mm. I, I, I'm sorry. I can't wait to read that book. I, I mean, I know what you said in prior interviews and whatnot that what you're doing with it, you're doing a two-part where one part is the the wife at, at home with the kids and then right. the other part is as a superstar. Wow. Yeah. It's, that's that's um, going to be a great read. It's a really different story. You know, I, there's very few women that have done both sides of the camera, you know, raising mm-hmm. a family. Um, my story is a little different because uh, Eddie, of course, you know, had his demons and his the alcohol issues. But um, to see me talk about his sobriety and how he got mm. clean, 
um, it's just a great um, it's a great inspiration story. And now the fans can hear from my side because you know Eddie's story was great, but there's just so much more to people that are living with someone that's going through addictions and alcoholism that um, no one ever asked how I was doing. So my book right. is gonna let everybody know how I was doing, <laughs> you know. So right, it's right. it's a lot of um, a lot of memories, and then also my success story of being a WWE superstar by surprise. <laughs> so <laughs> that's uh, yeah. it's it's uh, pretty remarkable when I write about my life, you know, how fantastic it was and is. Mm. So uh, it's I'm I'm excited to share with everyone. The I'm reach on that is going to be tremendous. You can reach so many off, right off the bat from what you just said there. And, and uh, I can't wait, like I said before. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the book. Um, Just the fact that I, I keep hearing in, in different interviews you uh, are on about how emotional you become in meeting superstars that have been influenced um by Eddie, such like Sasha. So I can imagine how emotional this book must have been to write. So I'm looking forward to hearing those descriptive details of that, of that beautiful time in your life. Yeah, you know, what's amazing is that when me and Eddie were living and, you know, we separated and got back together, you really don't hear about the fans and their how Eddie affected their lives because, you know, Eddie's alive and we're going through our day-to-day, -day, you know, activities. But then when he passed and all the fans just kind of opened up and you hear about all these, you know, great inspiration stories. And now we have social media because when Eddie was around, there wasn't a lot of social media. No. So, um, I wonder how he would have taken to that, you know, being on the internet. He probably made me write everything for him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, wow. it's just, uh, I think it's, it's a very different world after he's passed because, you know, it's it's just that technology overtakes everyone's life. And that's why y'all know so much about me. Of course. Well, yes. we here at HTC Podcast, <laughs> we're tremendous uh, Eddie Guerrero fans, uh, one being Latino. And, and, and the fact that he was such a versatile wrestler, I mean, across so many all around the world um yes. so recognized and, and an amazing a legend i mean honestly one of our top 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 wrestlers we look up to we have merchandise of his as well uh but i honestly that's why you were so over as well because the people loved you they saw the love they saw wow. uh the the loyalty and, and at hate. the end of the day and the hate <laughs> and that's the thing that, 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 you can't forget the talent <laughs> the talent I mean, you put yourself over like no one else. I mean, this is why you are the queen. And that's why we have you on the show, because we're here as popping uh, chair shots. I and wouldn't can't go say, on without having Big Guerrero on the show. <laughs> I wouldn't say she put herself over, but she knew how to get heat like almost oh, yeah. enough. Are you driving right now? I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so talented. It's crazy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um, we'll just play mute on this recording. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife was driving. My wife was driving, and now uh, she's such parked. a liar, man. You're such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> He's a devoted husband. He had to pick up his wife. See what <laughs> happened was. <laughs> okay, our wives, you share a birthday with my wife, so I'm definitely now from oh, now on, God. my wife, and I gotta send you a message as well because this is happening every oh, year. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Vicky. One of the things that we we remember about you is how you were able to draw heat, mm. and uh, by all accounts, you loved it. Talk about <laughs> it. How, how was it to be able to stand in the ring and just draw that heat? Well, you know, at first it was very. Um, it was hard, you know, because I did work with Eddie before he passed, you know, for the Dominic uh, yes. case. 
How could we forget? Especially with its resurgence. You know, I had Eddie there. I had Ray there. So the kids, you know, we had that big support. You know, we had a lot of help. We really didn't do a lot of verbiage or anything to make the storyline go sour. It was a lot of, it was all Eddie and Ray, you know, doing all the work. So to be by myself in front of a camera, the first two, three months, I sucked. I mean, I was, (laughs) it was pretty lonely up there for a while because I was like, man, I am horrible at this. Like, what did they think that they were going to see in me? Um, but I had a lot of great day, help. Though. Huh? First day, though. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, um, I had a lot of great friends on the road, like Dusty Rhodes mm-hmm. and uh, Teddy Long. And mm-hmm. um, Vince McMahon was a big help to me. You know, so I had a lot of people that told me that I sucked politely and that <laughs> I was horrible and we need to work on a few things. But um, okay. I think that when I got to be with Edge, uh, mm. you know, uh, having him kind of nurture me, he really took me under his wing and he just uh, kind of showed me all the ropes, you know, like how to work with the camera, how to, where to stand when he mm. needed me at a certain angle. It was, um, he goes, I want you on this corner. So I don't care how you get there, but I need you here, you know, when this happens. So um, it was a lot of me learning my confidence. I had Mm. to learn that I could do this, you know, by myself without Eddie being around. And so um, I loved it, though. You know, as more I got into my character and I I believed in what I was doing and I was happy with my character. I mean, what woman could be a bitch and be an authority (laughs) figure and slap men, slap women and have so much fun in the ring. I was loving this, you know, oh, so I, I grew to love it. And so I think each day that I was on in front of the camera, I just got more and more confident. And um, I was just, I was loving the whole role. Mm. Wow. What a ride, because I woman, that's who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you know, but the more that, you know, it's almost like, you know, Teddy Long tells me you have the crowd in your hand, oh, you know, man. and what are you gonna do with that crowd? Are you gonna make them happy? Are you going to piss them off, you know, and it's it's what you want to do with it. Because when you're in the middle of that ring, it's you and the camera and there's no one there to help you. So my goal was to, of course, try and, you know, uh, make the crowd feel welcome and all my bullshit ways of, oh, welcome to Friday Night Smackdown, you know, and I really didn't give a shit because I knew I was going to like piss them off. You know, I think by the time I had like four words out, people are like throwing me fingers. I'm like, oh, let's go. It's already on. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so much fun to be bad, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) I I loved it. It was watching Eddie a lot too that I got to learn how he lied and cheated and stole and how he could take the fans and make them believe that he was really going to be a nice guy and then, you know, flip it and then he had pissed everybody off. And I loved that. But I guess God had this, you know, path for me that I I was with Eddie. I watched him. I learned from him, but I never understood why I had to listen to all that for so long. But looking back, I'm like, okay, God, then this is why I watched Eddie so much, and I just I just picked up things from him, and I, I use that for my character. Wow, wow, wow! I definitely knew for a fact you were having so much fun being bad, <laughs> um, especially when in your last match, um, not the Royal Rumble, but we're talking oh. about the the Hog uh, fight that you had in the, pool the mud fight. With the mud fight. Yes, yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. you have to bring up the mud fight, didn't you? But 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 no. But the reason what why is because 
I am. I am a little bit of a garbage, right? But listen, I thought it was one of the most touching things because, one, I'm like, if this is really her last way, I mean, it just shows what type of a company person she was, right? She did it for the brand, and she went out whatever way they want her to. But at the same time, when she said, thank you, bro, it brought, it brought tears to my eyes that I understood where it came from. So that, yeah. for me, it's, it's an amazing moment. Thank you. You know, I gave WWE a year notice, you know, because I had yeah. um, just started school, and I told Vince and Stephanie, I said, I'm going to give you a year um, before I leave, and they didn't believe me. They're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, Guerrero, you know, we'll talk <laughs> later. But I really wanted to do other things because I was there for 10 years, you know, and, yeah, and in the yeah. WWE, I didn't want to get my, you know, we wish you the best in your future endeavors, you know, <laughs> pink I wasn't going to be one of those. <laughs> and it happens. I gave them enough time to prepare, you know, because I was the general manager and to, and to let them, you know, put me off the show, you know, professionally. And I gave them the, you know, that, that much time. But that night for the, the match, we didn't know how it was going to be or how I was going to leave the show. And as the day started going on, they were saying, okay, we're thinking of a mud match. And I'm like, of course you are. <laughs> you, know? you think that was Vince doing? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and so. It's uh, good shit. It's good shit. And I thought it was really going to be me and Stephanie in the ring, you know. So uh, I, I was really, I was training. I was like running. I was like, man, she's going to kick my ass and I need to look good out there. <laughs> you know, but um, when she. You know, they switched it to the mud match. And, I, of course, I had, I think, Rosa, Layla, and Alicia Fox. It was yes. Stephanie sent out there, you know, to get me. You know, I, I knew there was going to be surprises. I mean, it couldn't be that calm, you know, for my last night. But the way the WWE surprised me and, you know, with Stephanie actually letting me throw her into the mud and mm -hmm. then them signing me off with Eddie's music just... At first, mm. I was like, okay, I don't want to quit. I want to stay here a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It was a, a great farewell. And um, it was just, it was very special. And I always appreciate WWE for doing that for me. Fantastic, it's, uh, fantastic. You have the reputation of being such a company person, like being so great uh, in terms of being open to whatever the storyline, you know, asked you <laughs> That's to <poetic>. do. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, it made for great character work because it, it put yourself you put yourself in very uncomfortable positions and it was always fun to see what's coming up next. What do you say to talent that has an issue with that, that really mm. has an issue with the positions that the company puts them in? Oh, now we're going to get into some dirt, aren't we? Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yes. You know, let there's... It, let the, it fly, let it fly. <laughs> there's a, a lot of people in the, in the locker room back then when I was there and even today where... All they want is they want the the main event matches. They want to be in the spotlight. They want to be the ones that go over. They don't want how dare they do a job, you know. And that's where I learned, you know, from just being there that the more I said yes to with WWE was a food fight, a hog pin match, you know, with Chavo. <laughs> um, just all the, the damn food fights I had to go through. I think that um, I, I was proving myself that I wasn't any better than anyone else. And that um, because I loved being there and, and doing my job, that they knew that I was going to be a good sport at saying yes to everything. And they always asked me if I was okay to get a cake in the face or, you know, get Stephanie to throw up on me. Oh you know, God. I wasn't happy. <laughs> I wasn't happy about it. But I knew some way I was going to get through it. But um, those little things of me saying yes all the time, just I want to show them that, you know, I am here 100 percent. Whoever I'm working with, I'm going to have fun with you and make you shine like, you're, you know, like the star that they deserve to be. I mean, honestly, when you when you see uh, the McMahons themselves 
doing this crazy shit. I mean, how could you say no, right? <laughs> you know, and to work it's with, true. I think Vince fired me maybe six times, you know, during <laughs> 10 years. And Stephanie <laughs> fired me like four and Triple H, you know, fired me. It's You must have had a good unemployment lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> the unemployment wages were awesome <laughs> no, but, you know back then a lot of people didn't work with the mcmahons you know mm. so um you know i was the older one in the locker room you know so i was very open eye to what was going on and when i saw you know these young fresh faces come in and they expected to have the red carpet thrown at them you know, and they would be, some would tell me, you know, why are you agreeing to all these food fights and, you know, all this, you know, insulting of how fat I was or, you know, like the edge wedding where um, Triple H came out with, I think, like size 6X underwear, you know, that, you know, just all that little stuff. But. <laughs> Cause they, cause they don't understand. They don't understand a Latina woman. I don't understand. You know? They don't understand. That's all love. They don't get That's it. That's all they love. Don't they don't get it. All that. And they don't understand the accuracy either. Talk, talk to them about that chancleta. Let them know about that chancleta. Come on, Vicky. You know, you know, you got it. They don't know what's up. Talk to us about that, man. How was the house, man? How, how, was, the, how was the madness in the house growing up, yeah. man? Living with Eddie and the two girls growing up. I'm sure there was tons of wrestling moves, body slams and all of that. And you were like, ah, ah cringing as, as, as he, you know. No, the wrestling moves in bed were very nice. They didn't hurt okay. at all. Let me just okay. say that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, Eddie was, uh, it was a crazy household. You know, we had, Eddie was a prankster. He was, um, he had to have the last laugh with everyone. Um, it was a fun household. And this is before Eddie got into his drug abuse and, um, you know, so those days, you know, when I met Eddie, we were just, we just gooped off all the time. And Eddie, we loved to dance and weddings were the first ones on the dance floor. Epa, um, epa. We were the, we were the ones that were never afraid, you know, to like kiss in public. I mean, mm. it was just a very fun relationship, you yeah. know, so, but Eddie was the biggest kid on the block. You know, I don't know if you remember my Hall of Fame story when I inducted Eddie, that um, we had an apartment complex I lived in and all the kids were having a squirt gun fight and Eddie was like, oh, I'm going to go play with the kids. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so he went outside <laughs> and he told the kids, hey, I'll be back. There was like 16 kids playing with my girls. So Eddie went to the store and he bought all the kids small squirt guns and he came back with the biggest bazooka squirt gun. <laughs> yeah. And he Everybody got the pistols? We had those in water? <laughs> so like, you know, like H.O. manually do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he went and filled his up before he gave the kids their empty squirt gun. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember this story. That's, that's who Eddie was, you know. So, yeah. And that's what our life was. I mean, mm. during Hurricane, you know, we had um, electric outages, you know, in Florida. And we played Monopoly. And mm. so me and the girls and Eddie, we'd be playing. And we couldn't understand why he would always move his piece. Like, he'd be at finish line. And we'd already be like, you know, like 20 squares back. And, and I was just like, I don't understand how Eddie's moving his pieces. Well, Eddie, he would, he would always sneeze or something and, and blow out the candles. We had candles on the table. <laughs> no, he was moving his piece forward and moving oh yours back. Oh, my God. And moving yours back, too? Yeah. 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 
So the gimmick was So the gimmick was real. Oh yeah. It was a shoot. It was a shoot. All day long. All day long. Who got more chancletazos? Any of the kids. He didn't get none at all. None at all. Oh my god. So so question for you. I want to know about your family because, uh, especially with, with with the Dominic angle, right? I've heard you say that your family was calling you and like, oh my God, is it real? They they weren't sure with the shoot or not. We still I'm think curious. it's a shoot. I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious. Who gave Eddie the most shade from your family? You know, um, gosh, it'd probably be all the tias and tios. You know, they were old fashioned. <laughs> Of you know, course. they were like, you know, family is everything, mijo. Mm-hmm. You know, how dare you do this to Vicky publicly? You're oh humiliating our family, you know. Oh, and my God. After my aunts were calling me, you know, after a while, you know, this storyline took maybe, what, six months, eight months? Because they really built yeah. it up. And so maybe after month five, I wasn't even involved in the storyline yet. I was getting calls, and I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, wow. this is real. Like, this I started thinking that things were going on. I'm like, do you really have a son? Like, does this really <laughs> oh Because my it's God. all my games. You know, you watch it every oh night God. and you're involved. Yeah, yeah. You know, the fans are loving it. And then, you know, Vince called him, was getting the family involved. And my aunts were the worst. I mean, they oh called me. Oh, my God. Mija, I thought Eddie loved you. Like, I thought he <laughs> loved you. Like, how dare he do this? And, ah, los poran hijas, are they okay? And I'm like. <laughs> We're okay, Tia. Like we're we're good, you know. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> did any of them offer to? Did any of the anybody offered like to do some shit to him? <laughs> well. Oh. <laughs> so in El Paso, we have a lot of cousins, and they they were in gangs. You know that was a thing to do back in the '80s and '90s. So a couple of my cousins were like. Man, prima, let's go for it. Like, I have my friends. Like, I can call them and we'll take care of this shit. And oh I was my like, God. At first, I was like, man, this could be really good for me. <laughs> but, you know, but no, it, I had, you know, we had to play along because we didn't want the family, you know, to get, you know, too right. involved. But yeah. it was it was touch and go for a while because I would look at Eddie and like just stare at him like, you mm. touched her, didn't you? You did mm. touch her, didn't you? God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Must have been some awkward Christmas parties. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> awkward plane rides when we're all flying in together. How's that? Oh, no. <laughs> Crossing each other in the bathroom. That's yeah. small talk. Oh. The Tiana's on one side, Guerrero's on the other side. Oh, man. Oh, man. Listen, I mean, to people to this day, that storyline still lives on. I mean, with Dominic ah. being on screen, I mean, that's all for you here. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It was really good times back then, yeah. Well, it definitely was, definitely was. How do you feel about seeing Dominic now, right? Dominic's got a role. My heart is, I, I feel so old, and my heart breaks <laughs> because I'm so proud of him. I mean, mm. I, he's the next generation, and he's yeah. going to carry the legacy. And um, it's so funny because I joke that, you know, Dominic's so tall and Ray's, you know, short. <laughs> but uh, You're the only he one? Grew, he grew <laughs> so tall, like, who would have thought yeah, he would have been taller than Ray? But I'm so proud of him, and I'm so happy to see the journey that he's going to have because mm. he's talented just like his dad and his uncles. And um, it's just it's going to be such a I'm, – I'm a fan of him already. So wow. whatever he's going to do, like, he has all my support. And I know Eddie would be really proud of him too. 
And I know for a fact in the company, he's definitely going to be loved because uh, the spots that he's gotten, they don't oh. give that to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't let Brock Lesnar don't beat up on anybody, man. When we saw that, we were like, oh, my God, he's fucking made it. That, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Dominic got, I mean, already to work with Brock Lesnar, like, that's huge. You know? Yeah. It's huge. Huge. So, um, yeah, it looked like it hurt, so I just kind of, like, watched from afar. <laughs> and he did a great job, so. He he's did. He did. To make it big, Yeah. So, so, so speaking about upcoming talents, I mean, there's so many different promotions, so many different superstars blowing up right now. And you are one of the greatest managers of all time, right? Stop. Who would you want to... <laughs> she says, stop, don't do that. Don't do that. Such a modest... <laughs> oh, right. I gotta like that. I gotta say like it again. that. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Oh, oh, stop. Say I gotta gather my thoughts. I gotta, I gotta gather my thoughts now. Um... I, <laughs> Who would you want to manage? Who do you see that's up and coming that you're you're looking forward to seeing their work? Man, you know, I've been watching uh, AEW a lot. I'm mm. a big fan of their pr- product. And this week um, on my podcast, I have Brandy uh, Rhodes. Whoa. Yeah. Fantastic. So she uh, is amazing. But I would love to manage Riho. I think she'd be, because oh, yeah. she's, you know, doesn't have the same, you know, language barriers. Mm-hmm. Um I think she's incredible. I would love to manage her. And also when Ronda Rousey was in WWE, I thought that, you know, I could have been a great manager for her because her promos suck. Yo. <laughs> you have been well documented in saying so, yes. Yeah. The, yo, the Paul Heyman to her Brock Lesnar, yo. Wow. Yeah, that would have been a match. That would have worked. I would have wow. loved to see her. And I, you know, I asked WWE and they said no, you know, so you just have to kind of like, all you can do is let them know, you know, this has been a lot of fun. But uh, Rhonda is incredibly talented, and I want her on my side, not on the other side of her. Of so, um, but, you know, she everyone can always use a good manager, you know, of that course. has good. Um, she wasn't good verbally, but, man, her talent was incredible yeah, yeah. You know, with, with strength and endurance. So those are the people that I always look at. You know, who's not strong in the mic, that's who I would, you know, want to mm. be, you know, working with. Well, it's not too late. It's not too late. That's one that's got to be tabled. Hey. I know. When you say that, when you say that, uh, it's also well documented that you know you love it, you love the business, and you you know if if they come calling, right, you you come back, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, you have NWA now and AEW, and oh you have TNA. God. Like I'm putting it out there. Like I miss the ring every day. So if anyone wanted to wow. like wow. grace me with their presence, I would be. Yeah, I'd willing to that take was my, That was why I was gonna follow with that. It did. If it mattered, but wow, that's that's good. That's that's amazing yeah, to hear. I, I love it. I love the work and I miss it. And being on the couch and watching the shows, you know, I'm like watching people do their promos. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I would love? Yes. I would love to we hear the same thing. Promo, and then all of a sudden I just hear, excuse me. Oh. That'd be fun. I'm just saying. I'm Oof. just saying. That would be a lot of fun, you know, and who knew that two words was going to, you know, make me popular. I mean, it's the, again, it's the grace of God that, you know, blessed me with so much of this, uh, you know, blessings to have these, you know, two words, excuse me, to let people know that that made me famous. Mm. So, it's you know, to be able to use it again, I would love to because um, now I'm not going to school anymore, so I'm not busy. There you go. There you go. Okay. It's amazing how, like, you know, the, kind of like the hashtag fail better. It's essentially, you've mentioned how you came up with the excuse me, right? You kind of forgot your lines, and then you kind of try to get the attention of the crowd. I kind of forgot. Were, 
I'm I, trying to be polite here. I didn't know I'm this. What are you talking you, about? You did this to me. I'm trying to be polite. <laughs> I was talking about popcorn, like. <laughs> yeah. Eating the shit up. <laughs> no, um, yeah, it's just, I, I, I didn't kind of forget. I fucked up my lines. <laughs> it was horrible. But, um, you know, that's what happens. I was young back then, you know, with the character. And uh, they changed my promo like five or six times before we went live within like an hour. And Teddy Long, you know, I talk about this. He was pushing me in the wheelchair because I was really hurt. Yeah. Yeah, from the the tombstone, of course. And he kept, you know. He kept watching these, these scripts come into me and they kept changing and longer and getting, you know, short and then long again. And he just looked at me and he goes, you're going to screw this up, playa. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to be that night. It's going to be tonight. I screw it up. <laughs> and look, but did you? But yeah. did you, though? No, no. You changed the wrestling industry. Oh, so, I'm a little part of it. I'm a little part of something that's such a great thing to be, you know, um, a part of a family, you know, so I always try and just be that little credit, you know, that, that produces the big picture, and that's what mm. I think of it as. Very nice. Some notable feuds that you may have had, um, well-documented as well. How, can you talk to me about your feud with AJ Lee? Ooh. <laughs> I like how you say documented views. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I, I can't lie here. I can't mm. lie. <laughs> no, you know, um, me and AJ Lee had some great stuff together in the ring. She's so talented. And um, I, I just don't think that we personally connected, you know, like, mm-hmm. as far as like having friendship. But even though if I didn't get along with someone in the locker room or we had differences, when I stepped into that ring... I gave 100% to whoever I was going to be working with. And, mm. and in the ring, we made some great magic together. And she's so talented. And her promos and her her speaking skills, I had so much fun with it because we kind of fed off each other. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, you know, the, those are good times, you know. But would I say that I call her for breakfast? No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but there's people in every workplace that you don't have the best relationship, but you have all the respect for them because she's one hell of a superstar. Most time, most time. She's one. Of, she's she's from our hometown nearby as well. Yeah. But, uh, I I only ask that because um some people may say, you know, the comparison of, of of the women that are are in there today is it? Do you see a lot of similarities or some differences? I see a lot of differences. I think the you know, don't get me wrong, a lot of women from my days, like, uh, you know, Trish Stratus, Lita, um, Michelle McCool, Beth Phoenix, incredible athletes, and they did some awesome things in the ring. But you look at today's women, you know, like Sasha and Charlotte Flair and Bailey, um, you know, and Riho and Britt Baker, like, they're doing some crazy shit in the ring yeah. that you know i just you you never saw that back then when the women you know were wrestling so i think the women today are pushing themselves to be better than than yesterday because i mean there's stuff that they, they just keep innovating themselves and there's never the same match with them so i love their their talent and just all the the stuff that they show in the ring their acrobatics and even their mic skills i mean they have they're just this new level of superstars that we didn't see, you know, 10, 20 years ago. 
Uh, with a women's first pay-per-view, women's first ever Royal Rumble, all these groundbreaking things that they're doing now, it's, it, it, it shows. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Where's the, where's the evolution? What happened to evolution? Yeah, what did happen to evolution? <laughs> For the women? Yeah, yeah. The, they never the continued one. it. You know, I, I guess it wasn't a hit. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I, Damn! I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I, they had I was there. You know, they didn't use me, but I mean, backstage, I thought it was a great show. I mean, yeah. it was every all the talent was there, women from the past, and you know the different legends. <clears throat> but you know, like the Royal Rumble was a different success. I think that That's did better than the Evolution. Agreed. You know, and, yeah. um, so I, I think it takes it's going to take some time to kind of get you know different pay per views for the women to be established but as far as the royal rumble yeah that's definitely going to be a yearly um event yeah and no, uh wwe cannot be afraid to push these uh pay-per-views and the women honestly because i see we see this in more a lot of the companies we're, we're viewing today that they're really pushing the the women to the forefront with tessa blanchard i mean allison oh, k incredible yeah uh Taya valkyrie obviously becky lynn charlotte i mean there's so much talent out there doing amazing things in the ring that we've never seen before you know yeah yeah you know i was talking to uh brandy runnels uh, Rhodes, and uh we we're talking about her match against uh joy ryan with the thumbtacks you know yes yes and so if they would have me do that shit i'd be like yeah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd have to be pretty drunk to go through that match <laughs> but how many handles of tequila I know, but the, you know, the women's ladder matches in TNA and um, even, you know, in WWE, it takes a lot of cojones to be up there, you know, <laughs> jump down and stuff. So I, I applaud all of them for what they're doing today and all the just the crazy stuff that all the women are doing in all these promotions, because it wasn't like back then where I could just run out of the ring. They would catch me today. <laughs> <laughs> How about your daughter, the- Shaw? Like, Shaw. Would you want, would you would you want to work with her? You know, we, we did try and work. Uh, she was in NXT. Well, it was FCW back then. FCW, and, right, right. Uh, she hurt her neck. Um, uh, someone had, had dropped her. I can't say who. But um, she hurt her neck, so she released her. And so she okay. can't do wrestling. But she's with WOW right now. And she yes. Now. Right. Yeah, yes, she's incredible. Her, yeah. And, um, you know, she's talented. And she's doing some burlesque dancing. And... I've seen that as well. JP. <laughs> 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 Where are you? Keep, keep, it's all professional. It's, it's tasteful. It's tasteful. I, I don't think she'd be doing that if Eddie was around today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, as long as uh, Matthew's okay with it, I think uh, we're, we're all on board, right? Matt is such a great guy, and they both love performing. And um, I just told her, you know, do things now before the kids come, because you know, once the kids come, you can't do a lot. Of, you still could do it, but you know, have fun now. You're just they're barely married for like three years, and mm-hmm. I told her, you know, this is the time to have fun. Even though you're married, you know, do it, get it all out of your system. You know, get it out now, because when the kids come, you're gonna be in a, a robe and house shoes, and it ain't gonna you're gonna be in there all day long. <laughs> How, how did you feel, Vicky, uh, with her marrying somebody in the industry, you yourself being married to one? You know, that was it was hard for me at first to think that it was going to turn serious. Like, Shaw mm. told me, you know, that they met at an NXT. NXT, you know, they, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were kind of going on dates. Oh, Mom, I met this cute guy, and he's so sweet, and oh, that's great, honey, and I'm really happy for you. And then a year goes by, and then I met him, and I fell in love with Matt. I mean, he Aww. was just a gentleman. And he respected the business, and he respected Shaw, and 
um, treated me like gold and, you know, our whole family has brought him in. So uh, he's just a great guy for Shaw. He has to put up with her hormonal emotions now and I don't. So. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And that is a relief, right? For any parent. Yeah. You know, (laughs) they balance each other out and he travels. He's a commentator now for 205 Live. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, but he's such an incredible husband to her and they love each other. So I'm happy for them. Fantastic. Fantastic. Hopefully some grandbabies soon. Yeah, I'm waiting, you know. It's time to be home for something to happen, but it's not happening. I'm sorry, man. JP, no pressure, bro. I'm sorry, man. Hey, I get the same pressure, all right? If I get the same pressure, he's getting the same pressure. (laughs) Dale con los chamaquitos. Dale, ponte a practicar, right? You tell them to practice all the time. Are you home now? Did you get home? He finally made it. I'm he's still at home. He's in another fire. type of vehicle. He's, no, don't tell him where you're at. He's at headquarters right now. He drove to he drove to HBC headquarters. headquarters. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you're safe. It, it's like a Thank mile you. past the unknown. Damn. It's a shame. It's so illegal. And on my watch, ask you, I wasn't driving, I promise. It was driving in itself. It's 2019. You can't work yeah, a yeah. worker, dude. You can't work. Ah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Well, I will say, I will say, if you're talking about working, I thought The Rock worked you for a little bit when he started serenading you. You oh. was enjoying yourself. <laughs> We're going there? Are we going there? Yeah, because yeah. she was listen. She was loving she it. Looks in the I mean, mirror. if it was, it's the rock. I might have loved it myself. I mean, shit. The rock serenading you. <laughs> oh, how was it like? They told me that I was going to work with the rock, and I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be whatever. But they said he's going to serenade you tonight and wear a nice, sexy dress, and you're going to go on stage and listen to the song. And I thought, oh my god, like I'm going to have a program with rock. I'm like, yeah. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was excited, and they didn't fill me in on anything. Oh, you know, wow. They, they told me to go out there and just feel the song, you know. Wow. Let your character come out and just, you know, have your character enjoy what he's going to do. And, you know, Wayne is such an incredible friend of mine. And when he got into his song, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be good. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling things in my mind going, we're gonna do this. I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna divorce him. I'm gonna, you know, do all that stuff. And, um, you, you were thinking of all the things you would do with that bald head. <laughs> oh, oh. Don't joke with me on that. <laughs> yeah. Question for you, Vicky. The song. <laughs> so it didn't what? turn out the way I thought it was. So y'all know the ending of that one. But <laughs> question for you, because there's a moment in that scene, in that segment, where like he tells you, Vicky, don't go nowhere. Were you about to walk out? Oh, yeah. they didn't cut to the camera at that point. No, I mean, you know, everything is pretty much improv. When I worked with The Rock or uh, Paul Heyman, um, who else? Um, gosh, it was, uh, gosh, there was another person. But it was a lot of improv. Teddy Long liked to do a lot of improv. He, we knew what we had to talk about. But Dwayne was like, you know, just go out there and let's just feel it, you know, and I, that's the best work that I could think of because you don't have time to think. You just went on impulse. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it was it was a really good time. And I was sad because it was a one-night stand, literally. 
And she's publicizing this. That's what's up. I I go on social media and I see the gifts. I'm like, oh, I'm glad you're having fun with this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You motherfuckers. Does that ever get old? Does that ever get old? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's, 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 you know, for people to keep remembering that it's, I know it was good. So I enjoy it too. when I see it on social media. Awesome. Mm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you, Question, uh, what, what is the, what is your favorite Mexican promotion? Uh, triple A. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's where Eddie was when we lived in Mexico. Um, he w- trained there for eight or nine months. And so I got to know all the people there and we lived in Mexico in a hotel room. And so that became my first family in the wrestling industry and uh, a lot of good memories. And I also had Taya Valkyrie on my podcast. She'll come out in two weeks. Yeah. Nice. Nice. We talk about Mexico so much and it's just a big family over there. So I, I love the Mexican wrestling family because just a lot of love and compassion for each other. That's awesome. Yeah. Question for you. Question for you. Um, being the fact, I mean, you've been in the industry in a double-sided manner. Um, and hopefully, I'm not asking you a question that has anything to do with the book. Uh, but what's the one lesson that you learned, um, being on the road versus not being on the road as a performer? What's the one thing that was like striking that you didn't know beforehand, even though you were married to Eddie? Uh, from a uh, worker's point of view. Exactly. Uh, don't piss anyone off. <laughs> no, okay. um, uh, gosh, I think as far as um, willing to help each other, you know, that was something that I learned, you know, being a, a wife and a mom, like you, your focus is the kids and, you know, on the road, the focus is your family in the locker room. So mm. I think the the views still stay the same, but it's a different help. Like the kids don't need you to, you know, wash their clothes but it's more like a ride or, hey, I'm stuck here in this, you know, this city. Uh, my car's not working. Yeah, you drive the two hours and you go get someone, you know, because wow. that's media, you know. So that's, um, you know, me and Serona got lost many a times, you know. Back then we had the Garmin GPSs, you know. Oh, and my God, the Garmin. Yeah. yeah. And that stuff, that shit reloads when there's no satellite, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And don't say. Start going in circles. And, um, you know, so it was about sticking together and, you know, you just follow the ride and you finish it together. So that's that's something I learned is you just stick with each other and help each other out. How do you What's feel about uh, Benoit in the Hall of Fame? You know, I, I, I've said this on Twitter since it's documented. <laughs> <laughs> we got I was waiting because, you know, I was, I was, I was going to, you know, match the answer with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get Actually, you said <laughs> we have it. We have it right here. <laughs> Page forty-seven of the transcript. <laughs> oh man, I'm done. No mom is way. You know, I, I, me, my my feelings about Chris. Um, you know, Nancy was like a sister to me, so. Uh, we don't know what happened. I mean, we really don't know what happened that day or what was going on. But as far as Chris's talent, um, he was amazing. I mean, he made his own legacy, you know, years before that. So mm-hmm. I, I would like to see him in a Hall of Fame. And I think it would be good to honor his son, David, you know, that's still alive to see his dad, you know, get remembered for the work he did. But, of course, unfortunately, you know, what, what he did with his family and 
um, the events that that transpired. He just it's heartbreaking, you know, because I'm mad at him too. You know, I'm upset because he took away my family that I love so much. So that's something that's really hard to digest. But you take away that and just put the wrestler, amazing wrestler. Did you have more fun on Raw or SmackDown, or was it the live shows that really were um, enjoyable for you? You know, SmackDown was, it seemed like it was the, the B show, because on Raw it's live, and there's more adrenaline, and you have one time to get it right. And if you didn't, then you, you fucked up. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you, can't, you can't go back and, and fix it. And SmackDown, the worst part about being on SmackDown is that if Vince didn't like something, he would send you out two, three times until he liked it. So oh, I would have to do wow. like entrance and then we'd have to do the match again. If the, if the ending was wrong or the finish was someone tapped out or someone didn't get to the, you know, the finish. It, I mean, if he didn't like it, he would, we'd come back in and then we're thinking we're done. He's like, go back in out and do it again because it's not good for TV. Wow. So fans oh, were very smart on SmackDown when things didn't happen correctly. They knew you fucked up because you were out doing the same <laughs> promo. And first, the fans are like, why is she out here again, you know, doing this? Or why did you do this match again? And then SmackDown was known as the do-overs because wow. they were taped. And um, mm. even with backstage stuff, we, sometimes we were in the arena till 11, 12, 1 in the morning because Vince wasn't liking something and we had to stay there and keep taping. So that's the worst about SmackDown is that they have you until it's right. Mm-hmm. And wrong. You know, two, three hours, I mean, you were done. I mean, good or bad, you know, they kept it because they couldn't go back and, and change it. But also, Raw had the celebrities, and it was just a lot more energy. And, and mm. more people that went to Raw than SmackDown, you know, they would sell out all the time. So I, <coughs> I like those um, energies of having a, a sold-out crowd. Wow, wow, wow. Vicky, so, so you are now a famous podcaster yourself. With only a few episodes in, I mean, fantastic show. How has the experience been? You know, I love it. I, I mean, I admire you guys for what y'all do. Um, you know, I love doing the research on someone and, and mm. learning about their background and what they what they stand for. Um, I've only been this is my week four, so I'm a baby. I, I'm green. I mean, I'm just starting. <laughs> to, I have a, I have a great co-host who's Jerry Strauss. I don't know if y'all know him or not. Yes, yes, yes. But um, he helps me. You know. Uh, get everything together and I have some great names coming up you know I mean it's just it's exciting to have my friends you know welcome me and say yeah I'll do your show for you and and uh, I'm doing celebrities and musicians and um you know of course my friends in the wrestling industry so it's it's exciting you know who your friends are when you have a show hey <laughs> yeah, you go. Facts. hey Facts. I, not, I know I didn't talk to you but can I be on your show yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Click. No, I mean, hey, Vicky, and I know honestly, we haven't spoken very often, but uh, can we be yeah. on your show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's no, been but... six years. How are you? What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? No, but so far, I mean, the show's great. Uh, it's really raw and uncut. You're really sharing the stories. We're really enjoying it. Uh, so Thank keep you. doing the great work. We're looking forward to the interviews because, you know, that even though we do what we do, when there's a, a person that was on the top of the industry, and they're able to bring in the talent, and you're able to hear the behind-the-scenes stories. That's what we love as fans, um, and that's Thank what you've been you. able to offer us here today. So we're definitely very thankful. Thank very you. Thankful. Yeah, I'm just thankful. trying to be myself. 
and just, you know, have fun with the guests and um, be my quirky, you know, it's a lot of work, you know, to try and have your, you know, your, your words come out right and stuff. And, um, oh yeah, we know, right? Vic? Whatever, whatever, whatever do you mean? <laughs> definitely, definitely. And I don't drive during my podcast either. <laughs> oh, you see, maybe that's something we I'm should out. try. Duly <laughs> noted. Happy life, happy life. This is true. This is I true. Had to pick up my wife, and then she drove. I promise. <laughs> my mine's locked in the closet somewhere. It's okay. <laughs> okay, Slim Shady. No. <laughs> Can't interrupt the interview. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I got a seven-year-old. I have tied up in his room. So. <laughs> but anyway. Chair shots. Vicky, uh, thanks well, for coming on the show chair. again. I wanna. Um, yeah, right? We we like to end with a, a, a round of chair shots. It's a lightning round. Mitch is gonna be kind enough to to you know lead that for you. While Go off whenever driving. you're ready, mischief. All right. So just the first thing that comes to your head. What is your favorite cheat meal? Chico's tacos. Ooh. What kinds of tacos? Yeah. Uh, the roll tacos. It's from El Paso. It's a specialty in El Paso. It's Ooh. a Mexican dish. It's like a it's uh, roll tacos you can buy for like five dollars with a coke fries and tacos muy barato and when, when you're yeah, barato have, it's perfect. We <laughs> had that two weeks ago. It was thirty for thirty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> what type I of meat? Though? What type yeah, of meat? Yeah. Ground, yeah, it's ground meat. It's ratón frito, diablo. Ratón frito. It's such a junk food, but I love junk food, so it's right up my alley. Perfect, what is perfect. your favorite movie? Ooh. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Really? Okay. All right. A romantic if you, person. If you mine is serendipity, oh. so I can't say nothing. Oh! Nobody asked you, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not my round of share size. Thank you, shooting the ish. I love that. Serendipity? Yeah. That's good. Not serendipity. Serendipity. Man, I love romance. Uh, what superpower would you have if you could pick? Be invisible. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you just want people to hear your voice but not see where it's coming from? That's yeah, I would love to scare the shit out of people. You know, like move things around. <laughs> and yeah. I feel Excuse like the rock has like, to be oh. careful. Yeah. I feel like the rock has to be careful now. Yeah. <laughs> you look in the mirror, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh person you want to meet real or fictional oh uh the person i want to meet would have to be um have to be jennifer aniston wow okay oh, okay well she okay. just got instagram so i know <laughs> yeah i know she broke it she, no, she broke, broke the internet bro like three yeah. minutes it's crazy i never what? knew that she wasn't on there until until it was that's why my page uh, doesn't work anymore uh, <laughs> Word. Hey, when that happens. Yeah. What is the dumbest way you've been injured? Ooh. The dumbest way. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I can't believe that happened. And I can't need the tombstone. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, true story. I was in uh, high school and I went to Balmoray, Texas, and they're known for their water to be like 70 degrees. So me and my girlfriend, we were ditch riding mm. and we had these rafts and the water goes pretty quick. 
And so um, the water was pretty rough. And um, I told my girlfriend, I said, oh, let's do this. She's like, no, I don't think this is really good. And I said, come on, come on. We're just here for like another few hours to just do it. So we're going to ditch ride like all the way, like really far. Well, the water was going so fast that um, I went over the edge and, and rode the dirt like for like two minutes because it was going so fast. And I oh burned. Oh, my God. Yeah. I still have I still have the, the markings. I'm OK, though. I'm all right. You'll just, you're yeah, right. you're good. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Guys, dick scars is all good. Yeah, all battle wounds. Yeah. There you go. What is what is a useless talent that Vicky Guerrero possesses? A useless talent. Useless? <laughs> useless? I use my talents, man. Ah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, useless talent. Oh my gosh, you got me on that one. Um, uh, if, if oh, I could probably put my dogs to sleep by rubbing their tummy. That's useless. Oh, that, that sounds very useful. Though. <laughs> she said that's useless. I mean, people it was look useful at me like, for this interview. <laughs> I mean, I'll, we'll have company over, and they're like, "Man, she really loves her dog, doesn't she?" And I'm like. Putting her to sleep right now. <laughs> Weird. I know. I don't know. That's all I can think of. You got me. Raising my hand to request one of those. Yeah, a belly rub. You want a belly rub? <laughs> Put your ass to sleep. <laughs> um, what's your favorite sports team? You're a Houston Ooh. Astros fan? Yeah. Duh. Who's going to win the series? Yeah, That's we're, right. We're That's right. See, see, we're both, Mr. and I are both Yankee fans, and uh, Victor Villain here is, uh, you know, a fortunate West Ham Get that shit-stained hat out of the Sam's camera, please. I know, I know. We didn't do shit this year, right? I'm thinking my Astros towel and, like, wave it, but it's downstairs. It's okay. Listen, Altuve's and my wife's should be five, so it is what it is. I love love Altuve. Tomorrow night is is the game. I'm so excited. It should be a good game. Tie it up. It should be a good game. How's your Yankees doing? Well, we just fired They're somebody, so you know how we do. It's really hard to carry 27 championships with you everywhere you go. Oh. Well, you know what? I like the Dallas Cowboys, but I don't I don't talk very often with them anymore because I keep it kind of low because you never know what kind of game they're going to have. So. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. you're facing the Giants next week, so I, I think you'll be okay. Forget it. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I love Misery, so I still will watch it. I'm a yeah. Yeah, Giants fan, unfortunately. In, in your opinion, what is more important, the face or the heel? Um, what's more important? I say the heel. The heel would be more important because the face is so easy because they just the crowd loves them because they're a cute face or they're they're this young guy that looks gray with all the muscles. But I think the heel carries a lot more pressure because you have to keep entertaining the audience to, you know, keep that character going. It's a lot of work. Um, mm. I, I think the the heel has a lot more pressure as far as, you know, a match. And, mm-hmm. you know, keeping the crowd happy. Of course. Who is your favorite heel? Ooh. Oh, really? Uh, I would have to say, um, back then was Eddie. Eddie was okay. a of course, right? Heel. Of course. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, for today, um, you know, I, I love Chris Jericho. I think he your makes boy. a big deal. Oh, yeah. Boy. He's my uh, my friend, but man, I just like want to just take a face, you know. Yeah. But Especially I'm going last to, week. 
Yeah, I'm going on his cruise in January. Yeah, oh, be the guest, oh, the guest cruise director. So Yo, we got to jump on that, man. That yeah. we're gonna, we'll, be, we'll be paddling, trying to catch up. <laughs> <Thanks for the time. laughs> you do the backstroke yourself in the real grande. It'll be easy. Jesus. <laughs> I'm Cuban. I can swim, baby. I can swim. <laughs> I'll wait for you. I'll be waiting. <laughs> Damn, you going to wait? I'm not going to throw a lifesaver? You're just going to wait? <laughs> Excuse like, me. <laughs> You got you better come out with the excuse me side and say, Me tiras una chela. Una helada, bro. Oh, man. Um, Your favorite um, Eddie match? Oh, probably him and Brock Lesnar for wow. No Mercy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that man, was really good. That was a really uh, good match. And also, and- he used to wrestle with Ray, you know. And oh. Just, oh, it, Halloween just Havoc. Match. Halloween Havoc. What? So, so many good matches. Him know? and Malenko too. Mm. Oh yeah, you know, and and you know, Chris Benoit was. They just oh, they did man. some easy matches. Um, oh. you know, he's close to my heart. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on with that, but yeah. he was a good wrestler, and I, you can't Amazing. put him that. You know, so yeah, Amazing. Eddie just had good matches with a lot of people. And you could just tell the chemistry that those gentlemen had together. You know, you could tell that it was yeah. on off the screen. It was great. Yeah. Two brothers, yeah. And Vicky, we thank you for your time. We thank you for everything. So what's one last message you want to leave the fans with? Gosh, you know, without the fans, I can't do my work and I can't enjoy writing my book or, you know, being on podcasts with you guys or having my own podcast. It's it's the fans and I appreciate them so much because they've shown me love from 20 years ago with Eddie and then, you know, they keep following me through and, it's just uh, I'm grateful and and thank God for them every day. The good and the bad ones. <laughs> there are some bad ones. Good and there. bad. There are a lot of bad. Yeah. A lot of bad ones. It's those elderly women that hate me, man. They just hate the me. The elderly women? Yes. You're I, I about to smack I, one? I, I, I can't smack them because <laughs> but. They're the ones who hated me the most because I had all the young guys. You know, I played the poker. Uh, I mean, even in the grocery stores, they're like, yeah, I can't believe you did that. You know, it was a role. It was a character. <laughs> you know, don't hate me. You should be pretty. Wow. You know? <laughs> they were just mad they couldn't do it. That's all. They just mad they couldn't put it all. That's all. But they're the ones I had to worry about, like, traveling into arenas and stuff. I had to watch all the old ladies, you know, make wow. sure they wow. distance away. <laughs> Oh, man. Vicky, Vicky thanks again you for your time. Yeah, yeah you guys are so awesome. Time. I wish y'all success, and just, you. you have a great show, and you guys Thank are going to go far, and anytime you need anything, let me know, okay? Wow, I'll be fantastic. happy to yell at you. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that. please. <laughs> Vicky, this has been oh. a lot of fun, man. Thank you so uh, much. This has been amazing. Uh, you have a home here with us. Absolutely. And as well as the wrestling world, Vicky, thank you so much for everything you've done for us and you continue to do. We love you so much. We look forward to continue watching you. Stop driving. <laughs> I'm not driving! I'm not driving! <laughs>